Welcome to How She Creates. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. And we're here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite artists to learn how they create. We'll discuss creativity, tips, tools, inspiration, and life as an artist. We hope these conversations leave you encouraged to make more stuff and share it with the world. Today's episode is one of our very favorites that we're so excited about because we have some of our very good friends who are on the episode today to talk with us about the Zine Squad. The Zine Squad is a group of ladies who formed out of Get Messy to create zines, which are little magazine art journal type books. Um, So they can look all different ways. And they're going to explain a lot more about that in the episode. But these three ladies have created an incredible art tribe centered around giving the gift of art to others. The Zine Squad met through Get Messy and began creating collaborative zines or little books together and decided to turn it into an entire network of secret art elves. They share their tips and secrets behind how they create, organize, and surprise each recipient. Creating collaborative art forces you to let go of your own perfectionism, trust your fellow artist, and find your val- and find your value, which is so much more when it's added up together. So we're excited for you to listen in today as they share their obstacles to creating these zines that travel all over the world as they have to mail them back and forth and then to the final recipient. They share where they get inspiration, how they feel about working together, and then they share tips for how to start your own zine squad or how to start start working with others in collaborative journals. This is a huge thing that we see happening and get messy right now. There are so many artists who are creating collaborative journals. So what that means is they take an art journal and they start, you know, painting a few pages, create some backgrounds, add some words, and then they mail the journal back and forth and they work on top of each other's work until they have created a final piece that is so intertwined and interconnected that you can't really tell whose is whose. And it's um, pieces of art that are equally from both artists and they turn out incredible and beautiful and in these such unique styles because you know each artist that works on these is so different but when they are working together their styles change and they morph and they bleed and blend together and they get inspired and encouraged to make new things and we just love seeing that and so you can definitely be a part of that Um, if you're a part of get messy the easiest way to do that is just to post in the facebook group that you you want to start a collaborative art journal and I guarantee you at least one person will respond to you and you know in doing it like that you never know who's going to respond and what kind of style and ideas this other person's going to have and that's the beauty of collaborative journals and you can also just reach out to a friend that you know on Instagram or another artist that you know somehow and you just never know what they're going to say and what kind of work is going to come out of that. It is um, so inspiring and encouraging. And it's it's this new project that is that is living and breathing on its own because it's not just you sitting down and doing this and someone else is depending on you and someone else is you know breathing their own life of their work into it. And you guys are building something new together. And so I think collaboration is one of the coolest things to watch um, other artists do. And 
and it's a really cool thing to do yourself. And so I really hope that this episode will inspire you to try it on your own, even if it's just collaborating with someone you know, or maybe with your child. We have seen some really cool pages and journals and things come out of people collaborating with their family members and their kids. You know, you take your child's scribbles and, you know, you rip up a piece of it and put it into your book and then you add some stuff. You ask your kid to add some stuff and it just becomes a really beautiful piece of work. And so we really hope that, you know, you're going to get inspired to do this on your own. Find a way to do this within, you know, your home, your community, your friend group or online. And so, like I said, Get Messy is a great way to meet other artists who are interested in doing this kind of thing. And um, so you're going to learn all about how the Zine Squad got started. And they have done at least 10 different zines. They can't answer the question in in the podcast because they've done so many and they have so many in the works constantly that they're working on multiple at a time because these things take months to make because you have to think about how long it takes to get stuff mailed around the world and then you know how long it takes people to create stuff and so like I said they've done at least 10 and you can follow them on Instagram Um, their name is um, the zine squad I believe we have it linked down here for you in the show notes which is um, just at howshecreates.com and so you can learn a lot more about them and how they make these and we um, so we're excited for you to meet these ladies they are really incredible they've been part of the get messy creative team for years and we just love their skill and their talent and their kindness and what they love sharing and so I know if you have any questions that they are more than happy to answer it on their Instagram or in the get messy group um, so join any of those and we will see you later in the comments and so we can't wait to see what you're making so I've got the Zine Squad with me now, and the Zine Squad is Julia, Katie, and Vanessa. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. I'm so happy to be speaking to you today. I think that um, you guys are the very best example of collaboration that there is on the internet and that there is in this arty space, and I think that you have so much knowledge and so much talent and awesomeness, and I'm really, really cool to to talk to you excited to talk to you thank you <laughs> uh jules do you want to introduce yourself yep i'm jules or julia i'm a designer and i'm from leeds in england yes i'm katie i'm full-time artist and i'm from washington united states hi i'm vanessa i'm an archaeologist and an art journaler i'm living right now in beijing china oh you guys are from all over it's so cool <laughs> Hey, they three it's continents. Yes, it's crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so should we start off by telling me exactly what the Zine Squad is? Sure. I'm Vanessa. This is Vanessa. <laughs> so, when Julia, so Julia and I decided to collaborate on a magazine, um, a zine, sorry, um, together. And then we had such a great time. We decided we would try another one and give it to someone else, to so a third person, Kaylee. And Yay. that's when we decided to bring along Katie. It was Julia's idea was like, let's, let's get Kaylee, uh, Katie in here because she um, loves space, right? And the zine that we had started was the space zine that we made for you, Kaylee. So that's like the initial project that brought all three of us together. 
Okay, so it didn't start that you you wanted to create this like worldwide phenomenon. It was just for like one <laughs> zine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and then so you did that and you had fun and you decided to do it again. Basically, yeah. And then the the fun part was getting a, a third person, a fourth person, sorry, into our group. Um, having that fourth collaborator uh, bring something new to the specific theme of the zine that we were giving to the recipient. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what, okay. What is a zine exactly? It's hard to describe, isn't it? Um, it's just like a really small journal, I guess, handmade. It's a small handmade journal that's on one specific topic. Yeah. And all of ours are collaborative, so we divide the pages equally between each artist. And then also, like, we can um, embellish on other people's as well, if we want to. Okay. One part of a zine is that it can be very expressive, and you can sort of art around one theme. But because we all have such different ways of approaching it, it's really interesting because our pages play off each other. Mm-hmm become like a third style so let's say like katie's style and my style are really different but when we're grouped together it becomes like a third really fun yeah Yeah. that's cool yeah that's it's it's quite amazing i'm going to share pictures and stuff in the show notes but you three all have such different styles and you work together magically i mean it's so cool to see the zines and the end product and some days um some days you know exactly who made which page and some days it's a little bit confusing so i think it's really (laughs) cool to see how your individual styles mold together and and i don't know like they they're better than the sum of the parts you know Mm -hmm. do you think for me that's the that's the magical part of making a zine together is because you're expecting it to look a certain way because and also is that like one of us starts it and sometimes we won't see the end product until the recipient gets it. Oh. There's the, like a measure of eyes there that's uh, also the, the addicting part. Yeah. Wow. How many How many have you made so far? I don't know. <laughs> that's I think a good Kate, question. I think, I think Katie, do you know? Because whenever you do your blogs, you always say like, how many other ones? And then you list them out. I always have a list, but at the moment, I have no idea. <laughs> but the list is definitely getting what, bigger. Maybe? Is that, is that too big a number, you think, guys? Or 15? 15? No, it's probably, probably close to it. Probably around there, yeah. Because there's the ones that we've, like, released to the world, and then there are the ones that we're still working on in secret, so it's hard to know. Yes. Ooh. What does everyone know one about? right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So how do you how do you decide how do you decide who gets the next scene? Hmm. Tell me your process. Tell me your process from you finished the scene. Now the person's received it. You want to work on a new one. <laughs> how do you decide? How do you decide the theme and the guest artist that joins you? Um, I think it's kind of random. It's just sometimes. We have like a zine, zine squad HQ, which is a Facebook message chat between us three. And then every now and then someone will just say, oh, like, I think we should send a zine to this person. I think we should do it on this subject. Or I think we should do it on this subject. Who do you reckon we should send it to? Okay. 
So yeah, but there's usually more than one happening at one time because they take so long of all the air miles. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky because we have not lost one zine yet to the postal service, which is touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's really organic because then one of us will have like a, like sometimes it'll be I I want to try a certain theme because there's a theme that came to my mind and then I try to imagine which person would would love to receive it or yeah some, like sometimes Katie will say oh, I want to work with this person. Mm-hmm. Right. That's happened a couple of times. Like Katie, yeah. Katie, that's like seems to be how how, how it comes from you. And then yeah. that's cool. I'll see an artist like, and I'm like, yeah, I'll see an artist. And I'm like, I want to work with her style. Like she needs to be part of a design. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. And so it's so cool because then we just like go out from there. Okay, so it's got all these different points of um, origin. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. And so each each we each take turn in making the base. And so that way, each of us um, is the first person to do the pages. And then that first person doesn't work the other um, people's style. So it's different. It's a different approach also when you start the zine than when you're the last one to end it and to sort of bring it all together. That's true. That's really interesting. I'm awful at making the bases. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad. I've just like taken myself out of that equation. They will make the pain. I'm just the worst at crafts. <laughs> well, that's why we each have our our, our good points and our bad points. Yeah, this is why I do surface design because I can't physically make things. <laughs> they just fall to pieces. No, no, she says that, but it's not true. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so how do you uh, feel that the zine squad is fostering community in the art journal world? Do you think that it kind of takes it from being digital and, you know, like we follow artists online and stuff, we feel like it takes it from that to making things real and tangible, um, take it off the internet and put it into someone's hands? Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because then the person in the end is holding the the products of all our work and have them with her with her um because it so happened that it's been women mostly mm-hmm. um and can actually touch the pages feel the pages see the texture and see all the the light coming from it um and then we the creators just have scans oh yeah how we're okay with that right so that the the whole point is to give this gift to this this person and it's also a gift for us because we get to work alongside other artists and explore different ways of doing our style. We end up with just scans of the pages, but the recipient gets to keep our artwork and in a fully tangible way. And then knowing also that it's been across the world to get to them is pretty exciting also. Yeah. Yeah. I know when, when I got my zine, like it literally brought me to tears. It was, it's such like an incredible feeling. Oh. It's, I can't even explain it. Like feeling the paint strokes and feeling your handwriting and your art and having it with me in person is just so incredibly powerful. And I think it's so cool. It's also an aspect that, that we love. 
is the anticipation of the recipient getting their zine and having to keep quiet and not give away too much. Yeah, it's really hard. (laughs) It must be tough. Do you? I think that um, the the element of surprise, sorry, is also like the other part that's fun is that the, the recipients, they don't know that it's coming. And so all of a sudden yeah. it's in their mailbox and we try to be super sneaky about how we get addresses and stuff. <laughs> I think that's also a part that we we're very cheeky about that and we like it. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. So do you have, do you need any special tools to gift someone in this way or is it just normal art journal supplies really? You need a, uh, if you want to make a base, you need one of the stabbers. Stabbers. <laughs> and all. You mean all? <laughs> Stabber. It stabs the paper. Maybe that's why you don't make the base. <laughs> yes. Like, where's my stabber? <laughs> <laughs> so you just need a stabber and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and paper. paper. <laughs> and paper. And that's it. And then something yeah, to it. make the pages <laughs> with? It really depends on uh, on how many pages we put. It depends on how many collaborators there are. And, and then we sort of um, make sure that everybody can make at least one double spread and one single spread so that mm-hmm. other people's style and, and things like that. And then, you know, sometimes we like to add the flaps and make it interactive and often depending on the theme itself and things like that. But it's really... Super easy. You just make a mini book and then have fun filling it according to whatever idea you have at, at, at that time. Yeah. Anyway, and we, um, we something I think is quite nice as well that we do is we never put a time limit on it. So when someone receives a zine, we just say, keep it like the last one. I think I had for like three weeks because I just sometimes you have the time or you don't feel inspired or you're not mm. sure how you want to approach it so I think that's something quite nice because the person who's getting it doesn't know that they're getting it so there isn't any time pressure so you always have as much time as you need with each scene yeah that's really interesting um I was wondering about that I was wondering what you would do if you had the zine with you and you weren't feeling any inspiration or you weren't feeling it so you Mm. just give yourself time then and okay yeah so you like so, and I think we do that for, for the collaborators also. Some of them are intimidated by yeah. by when it's the first time that they're participating in this kind of project, but we're very um, low-key and we try to be not a big deal. And we, if we ask them, it's because we, we know that they have something good to contribute to the zine and that we're just super excited that they've decided to say yes. Yeah. Has anyone said yeah. no? No, no one said no. I couldn't. I never even. Like, is that really well, big? What would you said that someone would say? That. <laughs> I figured everyone would just like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'll have that worry. <laughs> yeah, now I've given you bad luck, and the next person that you ask is going to say no. <laughs> I have to block them. That's all right. That'll put it, put it in our place. We'll yeah. have to work harder. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. And see, so, and you guys are pretty prolific. How do you ta- how do you find the time to create? But also, like, you know, like getting to the post office, doing all the organization, finding the addresses. Um, have you found a system, or do you go with the flow, kind of like how you allow yourself time to create the pages and stuff? What do you think? It's yeah. kind of different for each of us. Okay. Yeah. So what is yeah. it like? What's it like for you, Katie? Um, well, as full-time artists, I have lots of time for art, obviously. But I just have to separate between like stuff I'm getting paid for and stuff that's just for fun and such. Yeah. Yeah, and the things are like they're also a kind of a stash buster. Like it's a way of using a, our material that maybe is not going into other projects because it's so tangible. The post office part has been a challenge recently since I moved to Beijing because um, I went to the post office sometimes and there was no envelopes or the person didn't understand that I was trying to buy an envelope or, you know, things like that. Um, Those little elements sometimes about or me (laughs) worried about timing and stuff, but because we have a very loose timeline, it's okay. Um, and, you know, last time I sent a zine, I had all these super cool paper ephemera that I put in and I forgot to put them in the envelope when I finally found one. <laughs> There's sometimes little obstacles <laughs> in that way. But we all understand that life is, uh, you know, unpredictable. So we give ourselves that leeway. Yeah. So, like, wh- how do you keep yourself from being frustrated about things like that and to keep creating? Especially when it's not for you, we- you know, it's for someone else. You channel it into another Arduino page. <laughs> In my case. <laughs> I like that. Um, let's chat a bit about releasing your art into the world, you know, and letting it go and having it not stay with you. How do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I quite like it. I feel, yeah, it's me. I think that um, yeah, it's easier in a zine that you know in the first place is you're making for someone else. Yeah, and almost I, always. I couldn't do that with my journal, but I can do that with with a zine or a yeah. project with someone in mind. Yeah, because you know that it's going to a good home as well. Like, because we do it currently for the people in Get Messy, so we know that how they feel about art journaling and they understand like what it is that we're giving them so I think it would be harder if you were giving it to someone you weren't sure how they would respond that would be a bit harder because you want it to go to like a happy home so we know that they'll go into good places and people will appreciate them yeah okay yeah that's interesting a little better of um of like um the timing being good like sending it to someone who's having a hard time or someone who's uh, sick or someone who's you know feeling sad or whatever sometimes that's how we pick our victims and then we hope that you know it's positive in their life so in that case to, to send your artwork yeah yeah and what do you how do you deal with any feelings of inadequacy when people are looking so closely at your work do you have do you have that mm. 
Nope. Not really. Sometimes, not so much. <laughs> sometimes if Katie's done yeah. a page, though, I do struggle because I think because she's so good at drawing, <laughs> I don't like to be next to her. <laughs> sometimes that can be out of my, oh, like, I don't want to have to follow this. <laughs> but you, but you get over like, quite quickly. <laughs> that like you feel a little better <laughs> but yeah it can be tough sometimes like if you're the I like to be the last person because I like to fill in the gaps and I like to like yeah. doodle and stuff on other people's pages but it's like a and like you're so good at that this is which is perfect <laughs> it's my favorite part to do but at the same time that can be hard because you're like oh then you see everyone else's and you can think like, how am I gonna put that in but usually it's just waiting till you get some inspiration or like I usually like grab some magazines and stuff that I think, oh, that would look cool next to that or start by that. Not, there's not a pressure to make it, uh, you know, extraordinary or perfect. It's just the, the, the theme is also usually fairly large. So we're able to, to, you know, put in our style or putting our, our way of, of interpreting the, so it's not too constrictive. It's just, it's really just a positive project. Anyway, for me, and I'm pretty sure for the other girls. Yeah. It's something really cool that we're doing and that we, we love to put out there and love to have people receive and talk about and appreciate. Yeah. And I mean, art journey is pretty personal. So do you worry about your emotions that go into a page when you're doing it for someone else? Or do you keep that to Like if you're going through something difficult and I know all of you guys use our journaling to process feelings and stuff. What happens if you've got something difficult going on? Do you do it in a zine or do you make sure that it's only in your book or do you not worry too much? Personally, I don't think you can control it. Yeah. Usually like if I'm creating, I'm just creating. I can't tell if it's about something or because of something until usually like a month or so later until I look back and then I can think, ooh. <laughs> but the person you're sending it to, like if you're going through something hard and you put it into their zine, they would never know. They would just think, oh, that's like a nice page or, you know, a bit dark, but whatever. <laughs> In general, the themes also are fairly open-ended. And so I know that I... I will invest myself a bit more in my art journal than in the zine. Uh, emotionally, I mean, not uh, in the in the quality of the pages or how much time I spend on them, but like I, it's a different process for me, completely different, the zine versus art journaling. So I make a difference in those two styles. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you think... Um Obviously, I'm sure making these zines and doing this and doing the zine squad and this whole collaboration has impacted your creativity. Can you tell me what ways it's impacted your other forms of art? Yes, absolutely. Especially because um, I like to look at these two girls' style and try try to be more loose. Like like Julia is really good at at doing these. Um, seem almost unfinished and very deconstructed work. And Katie, on the other hand, is like more constructed and with all the colors and the watercolors that she uses. So I try to like take what they do and put it in other types of my work or try to be um, using the same processes. Sometimes it doesn't, but like I, that's, that's another positive aspect of the zines for me is like 
how we influence each other and then try trying to pinpoint that influence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what about for you, Jules? Um yeah, I'd say probably similar. Um I think not in a bad way, but I think I don't think about it that much. Yeah. I'm just like happy if I've got something to work on and get along with it and <laughs> move on to the next thing. Yeah. I've been really busy recently and it's been horrible because I feel like I've been like really rushed and then I feel bad because I'm like keeping things for too long and I'm always like behind like the past few weeks I've been behind with my messy pages and I've been late with zines and I'm all like oh like and I try and like do stuff daily that I haven't done for probably about two months now because I'm just like crazy busy so I hate that I don't like when my real life takes chunks of my creative life I find that really annoying I'll probably be in an art journal page soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Katie, do you think it's grown you? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, like a lot like Vanessa, I see their styles and I try to work it into mine a little bit. I think that's what the collaboration is, right? Is the, just, just trying new things and then helping you get your mind frame in a different space than it usually is. Yeah. When I'm working on the zine, I'll be, I'll, my approach will be really different from my originally. And uh, whether I'm, I'm creating like in the, the first person to, to create in the zine or whether I'm coming with their work already on it, like with the color chaos that we're also participated in, all three of us who participated in a circle of art journals that we shared. So even for me, the zines are different than the color chaos, which are different than my art journaling. Yeah because they all help me to approach it in a different manner because it's a different type of project. Okay, so like all the different forms of collaboration affect your art in different ways and your approach to things. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the ultimate idea, right, is to, to have that influence on each other, like in a good thing to help you grow. Business is a lot about uh, uh, having accountability partners and maybe pushing yourself and like helping create these links between people. And I think this is what the Zine Squad does for me anyway, especially with the outside collaborators also that come in to, to explore and, and sort of step out of your safe zone. Um, what about sharing online? Do you think that that's important to collaboration? Because I'm sure... Um, when you send a zine to someone, the only way you're going to see it is if they share it with you, either via email or on Instagram or on their own blog. So do you think that's important to the process? Is it part of the growth and the collaboration? What are your thoughts on that? I think so, yeah. You need to see it in its final form because like Vanessa said, if you're the first person making it and you don't see it until it arrives with the final destination person then yeah you need to see it like as a as a whole yeah definitely yeah to be uh, to be clear the last person who is working on the zine has the task of scanning it and sending uh -huh. all the scans to everybody else who participated and then once the recipient gets their zine we we each schedule a blog post and that's where it's fun because we can actually talk about and how they interact with other people's pages uh, on our blogs, social media. And we do have the Zine Squad Instagram, yes. trying to maybe grow a little bit uh, recently. And uh, 
um, and then recently we sort of introduced ourselves on the on the account to, to maybe have uh, put, put faces on, on the work that's been done. We've been sort of talking on and off about it. Maybe I'd like to do a um, sort of retrospective of each of the zines that we've done to show a bit of the work on Instagram of the completed zines instead of just the sneak. Um, so like we do have projects of making it a bit more, maybe more present online. So if someone wanted to start her own scene squad, what advice would you give her and what guidelines would she need to follow? Ooh, I guess it depends, doesn't it? Because we've chosen to do it as a trio, but you could do it individually or with more or with less people. But I think you need to, if you're going to do it with people, you need to make sure they're people that as invested as you are. Because it would be horrible to start something like this and then, like, imagine if one of us was just really slack and not as invested and didn't want to do it as much. Like, I think you need to be on the same page, but there's no real guidelines, I guess. It's just that. And, like, obviously, because you're sending your work, you want to make sure that whoever you ask to collaborate with is going to have the same respect as well, like, that they will respect your work and respect the... I mean, it's not really a timeline, but they'll know that... They have to treat it nicely and do their work and then send it on to the next person. So it has to be everyone's like 100% invested. But I guess that's quite hard to figure out. But yeah, that would be it really. I um, I have the feeling that the uh, usually people, when they make zines, they, they, the, a big part of the zine culture is photocopying the, the pages and having like a, a few limited editions of the zine. So yeah. in, in that sense... Yeah, the that would be squad is really, really cool to do. Yeah, that would be absolutely. But yeah. like, like in our case, we've chosen to do like a unique piece of art, of you know, tangible art. But I think in, in many cases, people actually sell them or you know, exchange them. So there's there's a, a a really huge zine culture that's already present. If you go on social media and you you check out the hashtags, you will find. So much or even go on Etsy and then do a search for zines and so much of it will come up. Um, so I think that the resources are out there. It's always a good thing to have an original idea to try something different. And like this is what I think is great from our project is how it's different than other people approach it. All you really need is ideas and a little mini art journal and then just get going that way. It's great. Really, really great to talk to all three of you. And I feel really inspired and I feel like there's some really good information there. And I'll have the show notes below with all the stuff that you mentioned and the resources. And I'll link to the Zine Squad on Instagram so that people can check it out and check out your work and get inspired to collaborate on their own project. Thank you, guys. Thanks for chatting with me. Thanks, 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 Haley. This episode of How She Creates is sponsored by Get Messy Art Journal. Get Messy is an art journal membership community that shares tutorials, inspiration, prompts, interviews, and challenges each week. Get Messy has an amazing community of artists who are waiting to welcome and support you in your art journey. Learn more about Get Messy at GetMessyArtJournal.com. Thank you for listening to How She Creates. We would love to see how you create. Share with us on Instagram using the hashtag HowSheCreates. If you love learning about creativity with us, please leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes.
grab your art supplies and we'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.